wish I knew how to quit the bomb. Mm, and there's being so weak. There's no place like home. I'm gonna make them an offer down the field. Manning is still currently tabulating the Gone with the Win awards. Literally, like I don't look at them, but they're currently being tabulated right now as we speak uh, behind the scenes. So, yeah, cue the music. Hey everybody, welcome to the 94th episode of Gone with the Wind, the show about award shows where we talked about, you guessed it, award shows. I'm your host, Manning Franks, the host of, wait, I just said that, of Gone with the Wind, as we all know. And today's a very special day. We have, well, of course, before we introduce our panelists, today's a special day. It is the announcement of the Gone with the Wind awards and kind of a quick discussion beforehand in regards to, well, the Oscars have their host and they have a Oscars fan favorite we'll get into that in a second we have i know we all have thoughts and manning has protests uh but before that we also have our panelists today we have dan yeah yeah um fan favorite has creeped its head its ugly head back into the fervor of american public in the world's the world's consciousness once again and it's not yeah. what uh everybody thought was gonna happen go figure uh <laughs> No, it's not. But at least it's better than popular film, at least in my mind. In my mind, it's better. Uh, Malcolm, welcome. Is it better than popular film? Um, yeah, because I think the popular film one was going to be an actual award they were going to give out. I, th yeah. I think the I think this is probably a better way to gauge um, a popular type thing. I just don't know if it's the best way to go about it i'll yes. get more into that <laughs> no no that is the, i agree with what everything you just said it is a better way than best popular film because you're not awarding it's more of like you're shouting out who the the best the highest ranked one but then you're getting into the fact of like the fact that i think there was a, a nominee like a, a a voting thing to name a boat and it was Bodie mcboatface or something to that line there was something a long time ago where they did that yep, and it's um, like that one the twitter poll so yeah don't trust twitter that's not the way you should go about what they should have done and i'll quickly say this before we get into this discussion is that they really should have just like picked some random fan people post you know something on twitter and then they have like the random favorites so they'll pick them out and then they will read them out loud in front of the millions of people well, thousands of people that are watching what do you guys think about that is that better you think than trying to tabulate something like this yeah but especially when you're going to have millions and millions of Twitter posts that you have to, someone has to go through and now counts like, well, I mean, it might be easy because they might have thought, well, that movie's definitely ineligible because we'll get to that as well. <laughs> um, Dan, yeah. is that better, you think? I mean, yeah, I just, look, I just think we, we may be, a different category. I, I mean, best picture obviously is best picture, but maybe yes. try to tabulate, maybe pull the world on a name for another category where it's where you can not you don't say most fan favorite, but you call the category something else where those 10 films that were nominated for best mm. picture aren't eligible for this other category 
and then you put five other films in that category like malignant like malignant like oh. spider-man like cinderella like mini mata like uh, i don't know spoiler uh, alert uh uh the right? malignant got shut out of our gone with the win awards and i am very upset it didn't make makeup and hairstyling or scene of the year for uh uh anything in regards to what <laughs> gabriel did in that movie spoiler uh, alert come good. on yeah. Oh, come on. It's so much fun, that movie. That ridiculous movie, Dan. I love it. <laughs> Thank God we're getting Aquaman, too. That'll get the stink of Malignant oh, out of our oh, mind. Oh, where's, okay, the, so, where's the James Wan werewolf movie? That's what I want. I, I would love that. But Okay, quickly. So, uh, since we're already on this discussion, um, Malcolm, you shared with us uh, an article in regards to what they're actually doing for these awards. Or, excuse me, the the Oscars. Uh, tell me, kind of give us a, a rundown of the of the article that you shared and what they, you know, kind of talked about while I finish my tabulation. Um, I just see where to find the article, Kim, so I've forgotten. <laughs> no, you're, oh, no. Uh, wah, wah. Um, because there was some really, uh, who did the article, by the way? It was Deadline. Deadline, Deadline. okay, they have some good stuff. Um, so, um... Well, I'm currently in the article. Yes, as well, I, I just found it now. Perfect. Um, so give us a rundown if you would be so kind, sir. So um, one thing that they're doing is they're limiting the attendance um, for the Oscars mm -hmm. to 2,500 out of the 3,300 seats uh, that they have available to make it more COVID-friendly. So there won't be a traditional lottery like they normally do. Um, but the members can buy seats to see the show in person and they're going to have um, like mask, vax and testing requirements as well, which is the usual thing I, I expected anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, and there's that's something else in regards to the, the bigger the bigger one, which like we expected something along those lines. They probably backtrack prop after the backlash of like, so you guys aren't requiring any thing just kind of like hey just show up mm -hmm. um so it's interesting they probably were like okay let's add something in there just so people can be a little more excited but yeah. there was another there was another uh or safe excuse me safe and because they probably are talking to la county and seeing what they say but there was something else later about the oscars fan favorite the hashtag that twitter is using that oh i'm it's juicy details oh yeah that the, that's i wasn't too sure which path actually wanted me to talk about but anyway Please, yes um, go ahead with that so the Oscars have brought in the Oscars fan favorite and Oscars cheer moment um, awards, um, and um, it's I mean it's an interesting idea because the, um, while they tried to do the popular movie Oscar um, last few years ago, it just went up in flames when those the idea was ridiculed. So oh, this, yeah. but I mean this is one of those ideas that I think is good and theory because i think if you want to if you want to determine the popular film then why not talk about the people other other everyone else that actually goes to the movie either goes to the movies a lot or casually goes to see what they want and because not everyone is going to like the best pitch but anyway um so it's um within the first moments of this um bit starting um there's a big tsunami of for Jack, Zack Snyder's Justice League, um, which, which is ineligible, I could, correct? Yeah, it's not yeah, eligible. Um, 
because I think I I think it was a day or two after that um, the Oscars actually had to come out and say, look, we appreciate the idea of the your support for Zach Snyder's thing, but it's not eligible. This movie came out in twenty seventeen. This is just a director's cut, essentially. I don't even think. I mean, I I don't think it was theatrically released e- either. So um, nope. that would have um, eliminated it's it. But as I as I thought when they initially announced this, um, although I haven't seen any for Space Jam two yet, uh, but but Sony Cinderella with starring Camilla Cabello is getting a lot of love for some oh, reason. God. <laughs> That's um, well, her song was in the mix, um, but right? Am I well, it was. Right? It was it was a Cinderella song, but it was the one it was the one by um oh uh Elsa, what's her name? The the actress Adina the Menzel. Thank you. Adele Dazing, oh. correct, yes. Oh, okay. Um, but another move that's kind of being talked about a lot, which um I, I believe Dan has seen recently is Minnie Marsha with starring Johnny Depp. Um but then that's another one that is a people are doing but maybe for the wrong reasons because they're doing it to support debt as opposed to um i mean either i mean like they may do me doing it because i love that movie but I, a lot of tweets i've seen is like let's do this with johnny um because obviously of what happened to him in real life yeah yeah that that's probably the main reason why they're doing it malcolm but it is actually a decent movie and Manning as a photographer and a cameraman, I think you'd be fascinated by the, the, this kind of this world of photography. You know, in a in a time when it was very dangerous to be a photographer because you were dealing with uh, riots, you were dealing with the Vietnam War, you were dealing with uh, a lot of different things like apartheid. You were dealing with all kinds of things for for, for reporters. And we're photographers. We're going into a lot of different dangerous places, and it was not safe for to be a reporter or a photographer, a cameraman back then. And this movie kind of delves into a a, a very uh, sensitive topic. Uh, Minnie Mata does. Um, so I recommend the film, but I think you're right, Malcolm. I think it was uh, they were just trying to support Johnny Depp from being canceled people which i will quickly add that this i will give my two cents thoughts before we get into the little more meat of this that i think that you're right malcolm it's good for engagement however in theory only in theory because if you look at twitter it is merely a lot of stan twitter it's stan twitter as it's called so you're gonna have a lot of people who are the fans of these to basically spend the 20 times a day because you can vote 20 times a day sending out those tweets 20 different times that day and so the fans of Camilla Cabello are going to send that out and I don't think the Academy realizes how Twitter truly works um, because you're going to have those people who are consistently sending things out all day um, and I don't think it's conducive to actually having crucial engagement it seems like they're trying do you know remember um, uh, that meme where uh, Steve Buscemi's like how you doing fellow kids that's what the Oscars, I feel like, are trying to do in this instant by trying to engage with the populace. They have good intentions, which I think the Oscars almost always have good intentions, but they go about failing in this way because they don't understand Twitter. And Twitter is, as much as I love it, 
it is full of stands. Nothing wrong with people who are the fans. Like, you know, the, I've had a lot of great interactions with 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 a, a, a really nice Kristen Stewart fans um, when I posted a couple things on Twitter. Um, they are just fans who will post and make sure that, you know, you know about this XYZ uh, individual. And in this case, I feel like the Camilla Cabello's or the Zack Snyder stands or whomever will routine, routinely uh, um, uh, um, boost up their films for the sole purpose of they're numerous, they have the time, they have the passion, and they're not going to see their film anywhere else. I don't think people of Power the Dog are going to be sending that out 20 times a day. No offense. They... I think the Academy should have been doing something like this. The Academy like it. Yes. should have done five films that weren't in Best Picture that they wanted to champion that weren't considered like these type of contender films. And you might've gotten a better uh, grouping of films that more represent some of the more popular films and fan favorite type films of the calendar year, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, one thing I did, did think, um, don't the BAFTAs have the voting award for Rising Star? Yes, they do. Um, at, so if the Austin's or something like that, go 10 movies that's not nominated for Best Picture. So you could have got like Spider-Man, No Way Home, No Time to Die and stuff like that. And go, these are the 10 movies. Um, go to the this, either vote on Twitter if the which one of these 10 you like. And then the winner will be announced on the night. Uh, I mean, the chair moment, I think, is a little less. Because, I mean, like, everyone's going to have a great moment of yes, a thing. Yes, agree yeah. 100%. So, I, That's mean, the less I think you can leave that to sort of as open. But I think for the fan favorite, I think you needed that. Um, you need to, to give people options. Um, otherwise, you are going to get. Um, Army of Dead, which I think the Zack Snyder stance have uh, switched on to. So, and then uh, Malcolm, you could use you, the Academy can have criteria how they get to that those ten. It could one of the criteria could be box office. One of the criteria could be uh, clicks, like on Netflix or, or some kind of they Netflix and Amazon and some of these streamers could give them some of their most popular um, films as far as people watching them on their streaming services yeah. um i don't know what else i mean what i mean i think i think the easiest use. way is probably um like box is probably the most easy way to do and then the other one is like just something that's not sort of oscar baity that but that people lots of people could there's I mean, in the heights came out for example everyone was talking about that on twitter until the next thing came about <laughs> um yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you could do you could do physical media sales. You could do box office. You could do, like I said, uh, uh, clicks. Some of these streaming services could, could give their analytics as far as their most popular films that are being watched without giving away how they determine what's being watched and what's not being watched. Because Netflix is very secretive on that kind of stuff. And, and I'm HBO Max and some of these other ones. But you can kind of give the basic information to the academy to whether they can make a judgment on how they can come to a conclusion of these 10 films that you're saying or just do it to five make it five or something you know where you don't have to go through as big of a uh, uh of a assortment of films you know yeah 
But I mean, it, it's one of those ones. Like, if, I think if you want people to vote, I think you want to give them a good selection. I mean, obviously not all the movies that came out within between March and December, obviously. But well, I have an idea, Malcolm. I have an idea. Like, say there's some snubs. We'll say there's some snubs. Some like um, we'll take some of the snubbed films mm. and put them in there. Like a hero, the rescue, Vivo, um, uh, Sing Two, Spider Man, James Bond. There's what seven mm. films right there, right? Those are all some films that got snubbed, but also are very popular, obviously, because people made a kind of a consciousness to say, "Oh, I can't believe." A, B, and C got snubbed. Then you mm. throw them all into there. Then you got a documentary. You got a foreign film. You got some animated films. You got some popular box office films. You got some popular IPs. You know, then you, like you put in the heights in there because that's got a lot of clicks on HBO Max and whatever. So you have a interesting assortment of films that way. You know. Yeah, I mean it's, it's definitely one of those ones that. There's definitely stuff they can do to sort of refine this if, if they do this next year. But I think, like, ultimately, because... Um, That's six films right there. I just... Yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I think ultimately they did this for a way to get some people to the Oscars next year um, because I think... I don't know how they're going to sort of do it with it. Um, going, they're going to put all the people who have treated out in a randomizer and then draw it out on there or whatnot, but... Th- Three people are going to be picked from who do one of these um, hashtags, and they're going to get to go to the Oscars next year. Um, but yeah, but that being said, because I think we've talked enough about this. Um, yes, please. Well, I was going to add quickly, Malcolm, before I because I'm all, we're almost done here, guys. I've almost I'm on director. We got two more left. We're going to have the tabulation so soon. Ah, so uh, Malcolm, uh, was there anything else in that article you wanted to highlight? Um, there wasn't much like the only other thing else in the article was about the critics choice awards going global but i um yeah, but the other one i was actually going to mention which was a separate thing was i was going to move into the oscar host discussion anyway. oh oh yes so okay please i ask and implore you all how underwhelmed were you guys by these choices and not that there's an listen yeah. i love wanda sykes I genuinely really love Wanda Sykes. I think she's a genuinely fantastic. I love the Regina Hall pick too. That's a really cool choice. I don't care for Amy Schumer's comedy really at all. It just seems random and strange. And I'm curious as to what in the world, uh, Malcolm, you're going to bring us into it. So what are your thoughts on the host, uh, the host individually? And then, um, you know what they're going for as a three act structure where one host hosts and then another host hosts. And then finally the last host, the third one closes it out. What do you think of that structure? And guys be nice. These, we could, these people could be watching. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it cut, like, I think this was an underwhelming announcement. Um, it, because um, it came out two days ago that like, these people in talks to host about the route it wasn't an official announcement the official announcement was going to be made on tuesday i think what it was when it came through it was so for that it was like it's kind of underwhelming with the fact that they said that this whole rumor of these three getting um handpicked to the host the Oscars said it just turned out to be the actual thing anyways like i was kind of hoping for some 
I, there's an echo somewhere. I don't know if it's on my end. <laughs> but, um, where did they come up with my thing is this, Malcolm? Where did they come up with these random, these three random people? I mean, is, do they do they like take submissions for people that are interested in hosting and 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 these people all put in submissions saying well, they would like to host or something? How I, do they come up with the? How do they choose these people? Quickly, what I'll say, what I think from what I have read and seen, it's a thankless job. We all know that. No one in Hollywood really wants to. They asked The Rock, and The Rock was like, yeah, no, I'm busy. Um, and remember, John Hamm said that they were in final talk, so John Hamm would have been one of the hosts. I would have loved to have seen what that would have been like. Oh, um, yeah. I know. But he backed out last minute because I don't think they could come to an agreement. And I think people just really don't want to host the Oscars, no matter how much money you pay them. Yeah, I mean... It I mean, it, it's one of those ones like with this one, it could just be, um, and I I do hate to throw this out there because, um, but it seems like they got them because for diversity's sake, um, at times because like, I mean, not that I think that's the reason they got it, um, but it just seems it. But that being said, um, I don't hate this choice, um. Because there's a lot, um, I because I actually don't mind like Amy Schumer comedy, and I mean even though each will be like sort of announcing segments and stuff like uh, doing it in a free act structure, I think there might be times where you'll have them sort of interact with each other at times as well. Because I wouldn't be surprised if all three of them are kind of on the stage at the start anyway, um, so everyone knows who they are, but. This is one of those ones like I'm not a big fan of like Amy Schumer's sort of solo y stuff. But when she's working with someone, then I um I don't mind it as much. But what I do like is, is the fact that they actually got um actual actresses um to do it is and not just like a TV personality or a late night talk show who, who may not always be that into movies um i like the fact we're going back to getting people who work in movies to talk about movies and um and you've got some, some really great comedians as well in, right. the, in this I mix agree. yeah is there something is there something maybe that the, the three of them have a movie coming out or something next year or something well i'm just looking up because i think the producer of the um this week's uh this week's um did girls trip which i think at least one of them are in well yeah regina hall is in girls trip I know yes that. the producer yeah. of the oscars had her in and i think they reached out to her i think they reached out to them all separately i think the intent was always to do three separate ones because remember there was an article i think with the new york times i could be wrong with that uh, where they were saying only the murder the only murderers in the building were going to the three three uh, main stars were in talks to actually do the same format, but they couldn't because they were filming the second season. They had to back out. So I think that was always going to be the intent, like a three act structure, like a movie. I just think they, the, these three people were the ones that were chosen. Oh, well, and, see, and, 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 and obviously if the only murders in the building cast were in talks, I would have loved to see Steve Martin and Martin Short host the Oscars. <laughs> um, because yeah. I mean, um, I loved I mean, I loved the Oscars when Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin hosted together. Um, I mean, I know Alec Baldwin's not in Only Murders in the Building, but they could have found a way to get him. Yeah, I haven't watched Only Murders in the Building, but I'm planning on it. I just have always, 
I mean, TV shows always come second to uh, movies for me. So I, I'm just knocking these shows off one by one. And one of the next ones I'm going to be doing is Only Murders in the Building. So, and I hear what half hour episodes or whatever that it goes pretty quick. Oh uh, yeah, like they're half hour episodes. I think it's see the six or eight episodes. I yeah. But, so um, I'm I'm going to be able to knock that off pretty quickly, and I'm I'm I'm. I'm, I'm I think I'm going to be watching too. February is kind of a slow month. March is is going to be pretty pretty slow month as well. Except for you know, I'm, uh, I got a, I got my big movie on Thursday that I'm going to be seeing Thursday. Yeah, yeah. That we'll talk about next Sunday when we when we have our special guest on next Sunday. Hopefully, crossing uh, my fingers with that. Um, but well, I don't uh, know. I don't know where Minning is for the tabulation. But um, if you have you need more almost. time, we can talk about what we watched um the past week. Please, you guys go talk. When you're finished, we'll be done. Yeah. You want to go first, Malcolm, or do you want me to go first? You can go first. I went first the last few topics. Okay, well, um, uh, I I saw the obligatory video game movie with the fervor of the whole world not enjoying it because the characters are too young and they don't, the actors aren't playing the characters from the video game and they're, they cut up the video game segments into a movie and it doesn't make sense and all this stuff and blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what? I never played Uncharted. I never played Uncharted. I've, I've, very, I've seen various things of it, but I did like the Nathan Fillion a short movie of Uncharted, which is on YouTube. If you want to watch that, that's about 15 minutes long. Um, I'm a fan of Tom Harlan and I'm a fan of Mark Wahlberg. I was actually a fan of their chemistry in the movie and I've been hearing oh, I'm not a fan of the chemistry of Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland in the movie. I actually liked the chemistry in the movie. And I like, but I felt like I was watching Spider-Man in a lot of ways with Tom Holland because of some of the action sequences that he was doing. And there was, it's a little, it was a little wonky as far as the visuals go, but I enjoyed it because I didn't have any kind of in through point as far as the video games go. I just watched it as kind of a, a, a an action movie where it was a mix of Indiana Jones and the Da Vinci Code for me, and I love both of those movies. So, and I like the actors, and I just had I just kind of had fun with it, and I didn't try to make it out to be any. This is a February movie, folks. You're not going to get Oscar contending movies out in February. I'm telling you right now, if you if, if you're looking for you, know, you you got your Black Panthers, you got your Deadpools, you got your Kingsman, you got your Get Outs in the past. Yes, we know there have been a few Oscar contending movies that come out in February, but most of the time you don't get the most critically acclaimed movies coming out in February. So yeah, you, you knew I, I knew we weren't going to be expecting the most great thing with Uncharted, but I enjoyed it. Um, also saw Dog with Channing Tatum. Now this is kind of a little bit auto autobiographical. I didn't know that going into the movie. I, I learned about this after the fact, but oh my god, wow! I, I mean, his comedy, Channing Tatum really has gotten better as an actor. I, I and I can't believe those words are coming out of my mouth. But from when he was in Coach Carter, he was awful back back in the day. That's two thousand five. He has really gotten better. And his chemistry with this dog, Belgian Malam Malamuse, it looks like a German Shepherd to me, but I don't know. Uh, but 
the chemistry between him and the dog was great. And, and there was a lot of camaraderie between the two of them. And once again, another movie out in February, you're not, you're not looking for the most Oscar contender, uh, most critically acclaimed type of thing. It's a, and if you like animals, you're going to love this relationship. And, and, and it just tells you that even animals can have PTSD if they've been in war. And, and that's what you're dealing with, with with Channing Tatum's character and the dog itself. They both have kind of PTSD in a way. Um, I enjoyed both of these movies. I gave both of these movies a three and a half stars on um, when I reviewed them both. Uh, so those are the two big movies that I saw this week. Um, and But yeah, for me, um, like last week, I went to see The Worst Person in the World. Um this uh, this was a really good movie. Like uh, I've said in the past, like I'm not a big like foreign language person. Like, but this is one of those ones that there was actually really minimal talking in this. Uh, there, a, a lot of it was more about the nuance and about these relationships, and that's something that I like. Because I like it when a foreign language film like makes it accessible, for, even if you're not that big into sort of reading the movie um so to speak um so I, I thought this was good this had so um this was so much 500 days of summer kind of vibes with, with one of these rom anti-romcoms um and it's just yeah um the other i also the the other movies like i was doing my um best picture catch up here um and um, I, I, I got around to seeing Coda, um, finally, and I've also seen, um, King, I also saw King Richard last night, um, and both movies are just great, like, Will Smith deserved, um, to be nominated, and, um, I do think he's going to win this, um, and, but it's also one of those ones, like, I'm not going to go guns are blazing as well because just because of the reason i don't want to be too disappointed when he if he doesn't win um and coda deserved all of it got like that was just amazing just just the way they um like the story of this girl who um had, had to put her the family first because she was acting as translator um to the parents for whenever they're in the meetings like and um but also the awkward moments when the parents are having sex is like they're just next door. So, um, I just couldn't help laugh at that scene. It's like it's just it's just so awkward. It reminds me of those scenes like um when the mum walks in and the kids having sex is like right where this is going. Um, <laughs> just, uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I want to ask you. What do you think about the two sides? Whether it was segment eight and nine or nine and ten, knock and uh, worst person. What do you think about those two segments? I wanted to ask you because it's hard for me because I don't want to spoil things for people. But now that you've seen the movie, what what did you think about those two particular segments? I'm just trying to remember what those particular segments actually were. The, the light uh, switch, the light switch, and then the the mushrooms. Oh, I mean, um, look. The mushroom, um, the mushroom segment was trippy. <laughs> um, it was just one of those ones that 
I it should have been nominated for visual effects. Um because the what they did in that um small segment alone, it was just really crazy, just everything that they did in that. Um it was just one of those ones. Um it, it was just really entertaining and make the, the makeup they did on this um on Renate Wensby um was just incredible. Um it's just one of those ones like trying not to spoil a movie or talking about it is really hard. But um yeah. Oh yeah, no it is. I mean that's why I don't want because you hadn't seen some of these movies so it was hard for us to talk about them without spoiling it, without giving it away. Now King Richard's a, a uniquely American film, but it's also a film that a lot of people can relate to as far as the dream that you want to accomplish and, and stuff. Do you think like that the Richard Williams character was a good example of a good father or, or and then the mother, uh, Anjanue Ellis, did she kind of get forgotten in this or did she, she have to say really, Hey, even though you see it in the movie, like, hey, I, I'm here. I've been here. I'm, I'm working with it. You know, it's not all about you, you know? I mean, it, it's, it's hard because it's one of those ones like, uh, Richard is one of those fathers who, who keeps pushing the kids to do well without realizing like how much is actually, the kids are not happy with how he's doing it because uh, for the longest time um, he wouldn't let um, his daughters play junior because he wanted that he, he really wanted them to become pro and as the coaches would say it's like it's really ha hard for some to become pro if they don't play um, and so it's definitely and I mean even in interviews I think um, Serena actually said, "Like, um, I know, I know, sort of, my father was tough on me, um, growing up and all that, but I know he did it for the best attentions as well. But I think, yeah, um, so like, even Serena and Venus, like, they have said in interviews, like, they've talked about all all the stuff that they portrayed in this. Um, I mean, I've I've heard that they did admit some of the more." harder stuff about his her, their father that they just um didn't cover in this movie but it's i mean it's one of those ones like uh, if you want a biopic that is a complete factual representation of a person you're no. never going to find one that is a exact no. like it like it's like every biopic is going to be like taking some stuff out like you don't want to know that someone's father was a drug addict and would um spent most of their life just taking drugs and all that not doing anything like you don't need to know all that stuff like what like it, just because they don't show it in the movie doesn't mean it never happened it just they didn't want to show it did you like the aspect of it was from his point of view instead of the girls because a lot of times it's when it comes to a sports biopic, it's from the athlete's point of view. In this in this aspect, it's from the father's point of view. Did you, did you like that aspect? Well, well, this is one of those ones that just because of the title, I didn't think it was going to be about the actual daughter's point of view. I think that uh, with the way, like, I I liked the fact that they didn't want to focus. They 
made the decision to sort of focus on how he was because i think that's the crux of the story is how her their father was um pushing them and not so much about their lives in particular as more about their father in the first place and i think and honestly i think we will get a biopic that's all about like serena or venus at some stage um but i i think finding out about their father first is is probably a good way to go than anything yeah no i agree now i wanted to ask you a lot of people have been talking about this specific scene in coda where um julia uh amelia jones is singing and you hear this you hear the music and you hear the song and you hear everything and then all of a sudden all the music goes away and then you look at the crowd and you look at the parents you, you hear you see what the parents see as far as they can't hear anything what was your reaction to that particular scene in coda to me that's probably the most impactful scene in the entire movie oh uh, oh definitely um i think i actually mentioned it in that group chat actually um like as soon as i saw as soon as i saw coda like um the way they dealt with that scene in particular it was just incredible because um and i mean they did that i mean well yes they did the same trick in a quiet place and all that but this is but this is just one of those ones that once again it really worked and the fact it wasn't nominated for best editing for that scene in particular is just crazy because um i mean i mean sound is one of those ones that i don't mind it too much just because it's not too much that is not really too much relying on the sound but the editing it is just to be able to put down the sound at the right moment and bring it back up when you want um it was just incredible and it definitely helped put an edge to um the parents um and all that yeah no um, i absolutely agree and then you have to put the camera on the hands right oh yeah you gotta yeah. put the, you gotta go look at the people so that is a lot of editing. That is a lot of back and forth. That, that is a lot of, and you're absolutely right. I mean, next to um, Tick, Tick, Boom, I think one of the better edited films of the year is Coda. And, and you know, Power of the Dog gets 12 nominee nominations. Probably one of them that maybe, I mean, could have, been knocked off is probably editing right it, it got into editing power of the dog am i correct on that or am i wrong on that i can't remember oh, um, i think so but manny yeah. what did you watch um in the past week i'm almost done right here so uh you guys keep talking for two seconds and i'm about to give you the results <laughs> <laughs> yeah well no what did you i mean you do you think that Coda should have replaced like Power of the Dog in editing, Ma Malcolm. Um, I don't know if it's so much power because I, I do think the editing in Power of the Dog is great. Um, but um, I'm just trying to remind myself what else was there. I mean, um, so there wasn't. I mean, I'm one of those ones that I don't really notice editing much. Um, anyway. Um, so. 
to me, to me, the the one that's not going to even win, but it's probably one of the best edited films of the year is Tick Tick Boom. Yeah, I mean, I would probably it's one of those ones like I do like the editing in Tick Tick Boom. I think hesitantly that's the one I would have maybe knocked out for Coda. Oh, um, that's interesting. Because I was looking on Gold Derby and they got Tick Tick Boom as the fifth on there, and I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Because the most, a lot of times the most editing is the one that gets the nominations, you know, and that's got some of the most editing in it, you know, and it's fifth on Gold Derby's uh, uh, predictions. So it's kind of interesting that that it got fifth. And Manning and I both talked about how we're so happy that it got into editing because it did. It is got a lot of great, great editing to it. It's like, why are we putting the best picture contenders in there? Why don't we just put the best edited films in there? Like Coda, like Spider-Man No Way Home. These are some of the better edited films of the year, in my opinion, you know? I mean, it's, it's one of those ones because I don't know sort of with the editing branch and sort of what... Um... Even, no, even James Bond, uh, No Time to Die had phenomenal editing. I mean, I think it's one of those ones that I think editing is a just a very competitive um, category in, in itself because, uh, and I think um, there's most editing is either going to be Don't Look Up or Tick, Tick, Boom for sure when it comes to the editing side of things. Yeah, Don't um, Look Up had a lot of editing because it had a lot of characters. She had to cut between, you go from this character to that character and from this character to that character. And, and all these different characters. So the bigger the cast, the more editing you have because well, the more cutting you have to do. You know, that's well, the, yeah. Well, that, that, well, that's one of those things because um, there's a, like if a movie that's had, that had the most editing wins, it's probably either going to be Don't Look Up or Tick, Tick, Boom. Um, that's, that's what I was trying. That's the comparison I was making. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. honestly, um, now that I actually think about it, I'd probably replace Don't Look Up with Coda um, if, I, if I wanted to replace anything. Um... Well, we had we had um, Sound of Metal last year, a very similar film to Coda in a lot of ways because of yeah. that, that. Go ahead, Manning. You wanted to say something? Oh, I did. Are you guys ready? All right. Yeah. You want to put it? Do you right. want us to take turns with this, or are you just going to do the whole thing? Yourself? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna announce it, and I want each of you guys because I have it all written down here. I literally went through tabulating everything um, by hand, and I double checked it uh, because obviously we do ten for picture just to confirm everything. And so I was just going back and making sure all the ones, guys. These are these are some of these are like the oscars but some of these choices are completely out of left field so are you guys ready for whatever chaos we have unleashed yeah so you're gonna just announce all of them yourself yes and i yes because they're all written literally on my this paper i have okay. them literally written on the paper so there's no way you guys can read them off so uh sadly i didn't think that through i i if i write them out i have better luck in remembering um, if right. that makes that's any right. sense that's no problem um, yeah that's no problem because so, we could just comment on it please oh i will i will i will can't wait for your reactions and your commentary because there are some obvious favorites, and then there are some big snubs, technically speaking. Mm. So, I'm curious as to what you guys are going to be saying um, in this in this way. Let me just make sure: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, 
And that one does not appear again. I'm just making sure because we had a couple of ones that appeared a couple of times. Um, all right. No, well, no, people. No, naughty, naughty. Not supposed to vote no. twice. All right. Yes, I had to. Someone voted twice, so I had to delete that one. Uh, <laughs> using a different email, probably. All right. Are you guys ready to meticulously go through everything? Yep. Yep. I got Perfect. it till nine twenty. So. Well, we're we well we're not going to go that long over because I got to be <laughs> gone uh, in about less than an hour. So, uh, all right, let's go. Let's do this. We'll probably wrap up. This, we'll probably wrap up this by six at, at the at the latest. All right. All right. <clears throat> Are you all ready? Yep. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, the Gone with the Wind Award. I feel like it's only fair that we do that one more time right before we start. What do you guys think? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the first category that we have, <clears throat> we have when people first start, thank you for all who voted, by the way. Uh, I literally did mine and then I sent it right off. So voting is now officially closed yesterday. So uh, today for our visual effects. We have your nom or your nominees are for the Gone the fourth annual Gone with the Wind Awards visual effect category. We have in no particular order, keeping you on your toes, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, The Suicide Squad, Free Guy, Spider Man No Way Home, and Dune. Thinking Dune was gonna miss, didn't you? <laughs> And to repeat, that is Dune, Spider-Man No Way Home, Shang-Chi, The Suicide Squad, and Free Guy. What are your thoughts on that? Um, Marvel versus DC, I like it. <laughs> yeah, I think with the, with the, when you put Spider-Man in some of these categories, it, it just has a, seems like it's going to be the one that's going to win some of these. Even though I think Dune has got great, great, great visual effects. Oh, uh, agreed 100%. It is some fantastic visual effects. I mean, it's, it's it's this one could go either way, really, because, um, like, well, Spider-Man No Way Home and Shang-Chi have great special effects. Um, the Suicide Squad, like, it, um, especially when it comes to creating King Shark and Rezo and some of the, and a giant starfish um, destroying um, <laughs> the island. I think Fair. Th those are some really good special effects, too. So that, it can go either way. Like There's so many scenarios there that I can see any of these winning. Agreed. I get to see that, too. Um, I will. I, I, once we are finished, I can just tell you, um, you know, I'll just tell you, uh, Dune made an appearance, even if it didn't get nominated, and made a lot of mentions. Um, and just to tell you, six, you know what number six was, guys? It was so close to getting nominated, but it missed out in the, in the very end. No Time to Die? The Green Knight. Oh, I like the Green A Knight. cool choice. A cool yeah. choice. Yeah. All right. Visuals. Best Sound Design, another fantastic category. In no particular order, we have No Time to Die. Tick, Tick, Boom. The Power, the power of, the of the Dog. Dune. And in the heights, <laughs> I know Malcolm's happy about that. Yeah, I mean, in the heights, making it in is um, surprising. Um, I mean, it, 
well, a little bit surprising, but it's one of those ones I'm happy to, for it to be there too because, like, it does have good sound and stuff. Yeah, and both both those musicals made it over West Side Story, y'all. Just wow. think about that. It tells you that tells it. That just tells you the consciousness what people. I can't. I think those two musicals are better than West Side Story, but that's another whole ball of wax. Yes, that's a whole other discussion for another day. <laughs> I just can't wait till I finally get around to seeing West Side Story. It drops on Disney Plus for me in a couple of weeks. I'd <laughs> love to hear your thoughts. Yep, it's on Mar. It's on Disney Plus in March. Yeah, and the closest one that we had was Godzilla versus uh, Kong. Surprisingly, for sound design, go figure. All right. Oh, excuse me. No, that was the last duel. The last duel was the one that was the closest one. So, which would have been a good choice. Yeah, I was about to say Godzilla versus Kong and sound design. <laughs> and I was looking at the wrong one. I apologize. Like that's not what I have written down. All right. Uh, for next, we had cinematography for Ooh. best cinematography for the fourth annual Gomith Win Awards. They are as follows. Dune, The Tragedy of Macbeth, Ooh. The Power of the Dog, yeah. Nightmare Alley, and The Green Knight. Wow. Uh, that Look might that. be a perfect category right there. That might be a perfect five right there. It's a great category. Not going to lie. That might be a perfect five. I mean, it could, I don't think it, you could have picked five better films with cinematography, I think, this year. I, I will say a quick thing. I was uh, out of out of the five options. I was the single person to vote for passing in any category. In 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 any in any choice for cinematography, passing was my number one. Not a single person put it in their five, and so it had utterly no chance to make it. Oh man, I'm sorry, man. I love passing. What was the uh, what was it? What was the sixth one for cinematography? Oh, uh, for the sixth one for cinematography. Uh, I had it right here. Um. The sixth one for cinematography was um, uh, it was West Side Story. Oh, so, so it was close, but no cigar. Yeah, close. It was close to being the Oscar five for cinematography. Close, yeah, but but I, the Green Knight came in. Yeah, I'm glad because I think it's a better, it's more of a cinematic cinematic experience. I agree. Yeah. All right, so number uh, fourth category is original score. And they are as follows. The Power of the Dog. Encanto. The French Dispatch. Dune. And Spencer. Two Johnny Greenwood. We got the double Johnny Greenwood this time. You did. And Another one that Malcolm's happy with. The Splash. Yeah. Got in there. Um, and, and, no, and no, don't look up. <laughs> no, don't look up. In no, fact, don't, don't look up didn't get a single number one vote. So, well, does that be the case? I would like to say I'm surprised, but I'm not. <laughs> no Nicholas Bertel. Too bad. Nothing for Nicholas Bertel. Uh, the closest one after that, number six, was No Time to Die. So, it was yeah. close. It had a good score, though. It did. I mean, I think really people more good. remember the song than the score of No Time to Die. Huh. Mm -hmm. Is that where we're going next song? <laughs> exactly. For the fifth category, we have original song. We have No Time to Die from No Time to Die. We have Be Alive from King Richard. We have Guns Go Bang from The Harder They Fall. We have Dos Origuitos. Origuitos. Dos Origuitos from Encanto. And we have we don't talk about Bruno from Encanto. <laughs> oh, oh, there we go. We now, do both see, of them. 
Now you can count on the God with the win voters to the put fun the ones. right songs in there. You know? Listen, I remember two years ago we had Lost in the Woods from Frozen make it in the better song from that movie from frozen Two, excuse me so that was a fun one that i'm glad people actually went with so we have it again for bruno yeah and i mean it's one of those ones i, I do like um dos oh got us from yeah. um encounter as well um, so i'm glad that made it into what was the mm -hmm. six one? Oh, the six was so may we start from annette oh sparks sparks got knocked out but where is uh I, I'm still, I guess I'm just a little bit butthurt as far as don't look up because uh, just look up. I want to just look up to get into some of these, but it was um, not as close as you thought it, as you think it would be. Yeah. Oh, well, that's fine. It's Surprisingly. Fine. You know. but in fact, you, what I like is guns of a band got in there and we don't talk about Bruno getting in there. So that's yes. good. That's our, you got to give this the intelligence to the, to the uh, gone with the wind. Poor Diane Rowan. Ah, <laughs> oh, Diane. Well, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. She'll, she'll be win fine. an Oscar one day, hopefully. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Number six, makeup and hairstyling. Mm -hmm. Now, this is one that was, uh, I will say, uh, highly contentious and kind of sad because there was one that I really wanted to make in, Malignant, that didn't even get anywhere close. Um, mm -hmm. Although that's on me for not putting it number one, sadly. Mm -hmm. All right. I know, too bad. Uh, makeup and hairstyling are as follows. Cruella, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, The Green Knight, House of Gucci, and Dune. Yeah, Green Knight gets in because of uh, the Green the Knight, Knight. And the guy in the tree. I mean, what great makeup. That's all makeup, people. That is it all is. prosthetics and makeup. So that that deserves, that deserves, once again, you can't go wrong with the Gonwin when uh, voters, they are intelligent people. Got some some good people. Got some good ones in there. Agreed. Any thoughts, yeah, Malcolm? Anything? Um, I mean, not there's like it's pretty much what I expect for makeup and hairstyles. Like nothing mm -hmm. too surprising there. Uh, the six was the Suicide Squad. So, so close. All right, <clears throat> number seven. We have production design. We have the tragedy of Big Beth. The French Dispatch, yes. Nightmare Alley, mm -hmm. Dune, mm -hmm. and West Side Story. Ah, damn it! I hope <laughs> I hope the last duel would get in, but oh well. What are you gonna? No, it, it wasn't even number six. Sadly, I would have been a great addition. Alas, it was not able to pull it off at the last second. Um, surprisingly, ah, that's, that's... one of the ones that was actually really close um, was Cyrano. So <laughs> it's it's been seen. Yeah, people are seeing it finally. <laughs> I know, right? It comes out for me this week as well. Same. I can't wait to hear your thoughts next week on it, man. Malcolm, if you get a chance. I mean, I don't know if we'll get it to see it this week. but well, I'll get a chance to see it this or next week is my goal. Yeah. Uh, it exists, guys. Uh, although, uh, don't, you know, don't count them. Um, you know, don't count Cyrano kind of like making it too many more places. <laughs> it didn't make it in, but it was sick. So it's close enough. All right, eight costumes. We have Cruella, Dune, Cyrano. I lied. <laughs> Spencer Ooh. and Nightmare Alley. Spencer, the outlier, because there's a distinct 
storyline within the film of Spencer about the yes, costumes. The so costumes. It, it's, it's interesting that it once again the intelligence of the Gone with the Wind voters compared to the Academy of voters. <laughs> I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, so I'm trying to think what the next one was. What are your thoughts, Malcolm, on these? Um, I mean, once again, it's kind of when it comes to costume, like it was kind of expected, really. Like, mm. There wasn't not a lot of surprising. I, I, I mean, I'm one of those ones like that thing just because it is a part of the movie where they t do costumes in there. I, I don't think it necessarily means it should be nominated for costume for that reason. But um, I mean, I've seen the trailers for Spencer the costuming and stuff like how everything actually looks like. Authentic. Um, stuff that people would have yeah. worn around that time period is, is still wore. good. So she wore. They they took all kinds of photos and everything, uh, uh, archival photos, and they used those photos to get to, to the right costumes yeah. and the right clothes for her. Um, the sixth one that barely made it, it, barely missed, was the eyes of Tammy Faye. So I guess Tammy Faye's wardrobe almost made her got got her in. Oh yeah. Well, they had. They had some crazy clothes. You gotta give them credit. They out. they definitely did. Very uh, era appropriate. Yeah. Um. All right. This is film editing number nine. Film editing. Now I told them in the chat, guys. We had a three way tie for the fifth spot. There were the top four, and they were very easily the top four. But we had a tie, and you know what? I was like, you know what? We're gonna keep them. We're going to have eight nominees for film editing. It's I'm sorry, seven, seven nominees for film editing, which is again, unhinged, but let's go for it. All right. We have tick, tick, boom, King Richard in the Heights, the power of the dog, West side story, Dune and Spider-Man No Way Home mm, made no it coda. in. No coda. No coda for film editing. Yeah. But Spider-Man's in there, and that's one of the best edited films of the year. Uh, Tick, Tick, Boom, another one. One of the best films of the year. Surprisingly, Edited. surprisingly, um, uh, uh, Summer of Soul was actually right there. So. Wow. Well, that had great editing, yeah. Well. Because you're going back and forth from the talking heads to the archival footage and so forth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Coda might have made it in had I'd seen the movie before I did my voting. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I did my vote, and it's like, I might have actually watched Coda now. It's like, I couldn't have just Whoops. waited. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that is okay. Hey, that we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven nominees for film editing. Don't worry. We have some more ties, but we do not have any more three-way ties that was a that was an unheard of thing so far that we've had so far so that's seven nominees for film editing it just tells you how divisive that category is people can't yes make it is cutthroat all right number 10 stunt ensemble hmm. which they should have at the oscars yeah for stunt ensemble we have as follows dune shang chi no time to die nobody and Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, nobody. So, That's interesting. Su surprising addition for nobody. Yeah. I mean, they had some great fight scenes, you know. Obviously, I mean, yeah. Bob Bob Odenkirk can't be doing all them fights, so they had to edit. 
<laughs> edited in the stunt double or whatever. So yeah, they did. It looked like Bob Odenkirk, maybe, and that's why people. See, like I think that came out earlier in the year of 2021, where it kind of monopolized on the action genre for a little bit, so it's in people's minds. Yeah. Um. So that's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you know, um, most but yeah. Can, you know. Yeah. As you expect. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I'm I'm surprised no Black Widow though, but that's true. Black Widow really didn't factor in all that much for stunt ensemble, which is surprising. I guess people kind of forgot about it. What was the next one after um after that? Uh, the next one was uh the Suicide Squad. So honestly, I just thought it funny they remembered nobody but forgot Black Widow. <laughs> They're both around that same time. Both that's really true. That just tells you how forgettable of an MCU film Black Widow is. Disagree. I still remember it. <laughs> Dan, Malcolm's the one that remembers it. All right. For number 11, cast ensemble. Another one mm. that they should have at the actual Oscars. Yeah, they need to be cast. Give it to the casting director and the actors. So all of them. Yeah. Um, all right. Cast ensemble number 11 it are as follows. The harder they fall. Nightmare Alley. Yeah. Dune. Yeah. Mass. Yeah. And the power of the dog. Wow. Don't so, look up. Doesn't get in there. Nope. We're starting to see a pattern, ladies and gentlemen. A pattern, yeah. I tell you. Not a lot of don't look ups. Yeah, I mean I think I think I'm I think this is, I did skip a couple of them because I just didn't know too much about I think I ended up skipping this one because I just I couldn't I I it was late at night when I did my voting and I just couldn't think of it. Um I probably would have put Don't Look Up in mine because like say what you want about the movie, um the cast itself is was great. Fair, yeah. Oh yeah. That's fair. Um Coda was right almost on the edge, almost made it in. So, but so close. You, gotta get, you gotta go to the intelligence of our voters. They get mass in there. They got hey, they got mass in there, and I was happy because if it got anywhere, I'd want it to get in here. Yeah, that because this is a true ensemble. It is very much so. All right, this one was just an utter madness. Let me tell you, uh, this this literally this is our special scene of the year, which again, not many other places have. The Oscars don't really have. Wording. They might do it. It'd be fun. Yeah, but, it's a wording, right, man. It, I mean, it, it, I mean, argue, I mean, arguably, they do this year. It's just the Twitter stuff. <laughs> That's true. Well, yeah. you, and then you have to do, you have to extrapolate the wording from one person to, yes. to another person, and do they mean the same thing? And that I bet was very hard for you. That do. was very, very hard because there were a lot of stuff from Spider-Man: No Way Home, but it's trying to figure out. Okay, so. Is what scene the from the movie are you talking about? And there were a lot of different scenes. Like, for instance, I will say, while the worst person in the world didn't make it in, it appeared uh, there was three different scenes from that movie that made an appearance, ah. um, which none of them made it. So full on disclosure, it, not, it well, did not make it because there was so much difference. Nah, um, but that would have been nice to see. It would have been really cool. Uh, oh. We have for scene of the year, we have the restaurant scene from Pig. Which is that scene with him and the chef? So yeah. that's a really cool addition. We had some people okay. that were on liking, really liking that scene. Good. We have therapy from Tick Tick Boom. We have, which I like to, I like this to put this all. It was three Spideys hanging out, which is that scene in particular where the three of them are kind of talking together, kind of shooting the breeze. 
we have the Green Knight ending montage. So everything from that last little bit up until the spoiler alert, the ending happens. And then finally, the Sandworm attack from Dune. So those are the five scenes. Unhinged craziness. And you extrapolated all the votes. Into I did the five. best that I possibly could to try to extrapolate what everyone was saying. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, that's hard to, it is. to differentiate how people word things, you know? It 100% is. All right. Number number 13, best adapted screenplay. We have as follows. Coda. Passing. The Power of the Dog. Dune and Drive My Car. Wow, love those five. Love those five. Um, so uh, interestingly enough, um, uh, one of the, uh, obviously, one of the, the biggest misses here in adapted screenplays, The Lost Daughter. The Lost Daughter so far has gotten nothing. Yeah, it doesn't. Think that. I don't know what. I know what, you, what I know you think that. I don't, I don't uh, know what you think. It's not that good. Well, I don't, I don't think. I mean, they, I mean, I think it's one of those ones, like with being Netflix, I think they just forgot it's there, personally. Yeah. Because it sort of came like, out like, why did the end of the year on Netflix? And I, I mean, it was like, I think a lot of people probably, if they didn't go see it in cinemas, they probably just forgot it was yeah. going to be as a Netflix original. And Netflix is pushing other films, like Don't Look mm -hmm. Up, Power of the Dog, you know? For Mitchell's. adapted, the one that was the closest and like right on the edge for our six was Nightmare Alley. So oh. it was close. It was close. All right. For best original screenplay, we have we have one that it, we have a tie again. So we have the next category that has a tie. Only one, the only two, only the bottom two tied. So nothing too crazy. We have the worst person in the world. Licorice Pizza. King Richard. Belfast, Mass, and Come On, Come On. Wow, interesting. But you got four of the five uh, Oscar, Oscar ones, right? Four of the five. Well, we have six because <laughs> we, have, we six have a tie. Come on, come on. It's interesting <laughs> yes, yeah. that uh, Come On, Come On and Mass get, are getting into categories because it just shows that they do have a fan base out there. They do. And it's nice to see in it because – that was a good script. I mean, it was a lot of, lot of talking for yes. uh, Joaquin Phoenix and, and that, the young guy. So the, it tells you how dense and how wordy that script is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thoughts, Malcolm, on these six for um, original? Yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty kind of um, expected. <laughs> a lot of them, um, like nothing, couple, nothing, nothing. Uh, you got pa passing and last in there, right? Uh, yeah, passing and mass did both get in there, so I'm a very happy camper when it comes to that. Um, I will say though, uh, number uh, the one that was seventh right off the, the edge was Pig, so oh. there's some love for Pig. Well, that that was that that was something that there was talk about that possibly getting into the Oscars as screenplay, as, right? a, as a lone screenplay nomination, although we did not have that this year, and that was broken. That stat, yeah. What were you, I'm sorry, I interrupted you, Malcolm. I apologize. What were you saying? I didn't say anything, sir. So. Oh, oh all, right. all right. Perfect. All right. Moving right along into uh, best documentary feature. We have, now this one is crazy. We have 
Summer of Soul, Flea, The Rescue. Okay, you expect those, right? Cool, cool, nice. Uh, Attica making it it's in. It's very good. It's on Showtime. If you have, if you have and, Showtime, Showtime. And even if you don't, it is on Amazon Prime as well, which I okay. found All for right. nine more days. So hurry, go see it. <laughs> and it's really and good. Finally, I didn't know anything about it. I was like, wow, what an interesting story this is. And finally, Billie Eilish, the world's a little blurry. I'm telling you guys, look, you say, oh, Billie Eilish. This is before she became like a mega star. This is before she won all her Grammys. She was in the process of writing James Bond. She was having legs. She had problems like uh, problems with her legs. Mm. She think about just put yourself in the in the in, in the shoes of a teenage girl and all the problems that a teenage girl would have, and then thrust her into mega stardom with this massive problem. This document really goes in depth on the struggles that she has as a teenager being thrust into mega stardom and all this. Oh, yeah. It's not a, 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 a bad document. It's a very good documentary. Oh, it made it a short list. I don't think it's bad whatsoever. It's just shocking because you wouldn't think something like this would make it, but it did. It made the short list and it's very highly acclaimed. Um, Obviously, the I also win fans have, we, we, yes. we, we, Good job. You, you it's, Billie Eilish fans gone with the wind. It's it's easily accessible uh, because it is on Amazon Pro, Amazon Plus. Excuse or Amazon. Wait, Am, Am, Amazon. Wait, Apple Apple Plus. Apple there we Plus. go. Apple, Apple TV Apple, Plus. That's it, yeah. All right. Uh, Val was actually right there at six. So. Yeah, yeah. Been a cool been another a cool good one as well. Another. Good All right. One. Number sixteen international feature. We have Drive My Car. Yeah. The worst person in the world. Flee. The hand of God. And Titan. Oh, no, a hero. Dang, people. No, a hero. A hero was six. Uh, <laughs> why couldn't we have a tie in that category? <laughs> why couldn't we? But we didn't. I mean, the, the, I, I figured that Titan probably would like this is one that. I figured the town would have gotten here because there's so I like just in that our community that I know there's a lot of love for town out yes. there. Um, so I'm not too surprised at all. Yeah. To town has a following. I mean, to town has a following and it is divisive. So it goes to figure the gone with the wind fans would, would put go that. for it. Oh, 100%. Um, best animated feature. Oh boy, here we go. Encanto. Okay. Flea. Okay. The Mitchells versus the Machines. All right. Three front runners. Luca. And Bell. Bell. Wow, God. Bell made it in. I know you're not Bell. a fan of it, Dan, but it made it in. I mean, it had its number of votes. I don't. It's got good music. It's got good animation. It's just not. It didn't like blow me away. It was a. It was a little, odd it's just an odd a little bit of an odd movie but you know that anime is a very popular form of animation and it goes to figure mm -hmm. that that crowd wanted to champion bell and i have no no uh problems with people champion i just didn't like it as much as like sing two or whatever you know um that's just but it's not it's not an awful film i would I'll tell you what, I would have liked to see like a Poopel 
a chimney city get in there, but which yeah, not a lot of not a lot of votes for L. I will tell you that. Um, that um, I'm probably the only one who probably voted for. Was um number six right in the last dragon by chance? It 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 absolutely was. Yeah. It was. Um, I will also add that uh, Boss Baby Family Business got one number one vote, and I wonder who that was. Our friend. Not looking at anyone, Matt, Matt Kearns. <laughs> it was absolutely Matt Kearns, and more than likely, a completely ridiculous fun vote. I I respect that <laughs> immensely, Matt. So, brava. Thank you. I, it did not make it. I'm sure I'm the only one who voted for Poopel. You probably what, got one vote for Poopel. I mean, uh, we had also we had one we had one uh, n not number one. Uh, we didn't have that in number one. Um, yeah. And Poopel. Uh, but uh, here we go. Some of the big ones, guys. Actor in a supporting role. We have Troy Kotzer. I was so happy about this. Anders Danielson Lee for the worst person in the world. Whoa. Yeah, you got that. Cody, vote for that guy. He did. He got a. Wow. He got some number one and two. Cody Smith McPhee, the power of the dog. Ben Affleck, the Tinder Bar. Good job, people. Yeah, I know Dan's excited about that. And Kieran Hines, Belfast. Yeah, that's, so, I mean, two people that aren't on the Oscar five, so that's interesting. I mean, uh, um, uh, Anders Danielson Lee, I think, was an excellent choice. He's my number one, so that might have also helped propel. Like, back. Ah. I was like, he's my number one, so I was happy about that. Interesting. Um, I had some. We have some. We have, we have a lot of the worst person in the world love. I will tell you in this in this film. of these awards, it it's is a great film, truly. Um. Uh, any thoughts, Malcolm, on the supporting cast category? Um, I mean, I think I had um, Anders Danielson leaves my number one. I can't remember if I had him on my supporting list or not, but um, it's definitely a good good mix, that's for sure. It yeah, is, and I'm yeah, happy yeah. about it. it. Makes me happy. I know it makes you very happy. Spoiler alert: no other nominations for Tinderbar. <laughs> well, he's the best part of the movie. Agreed. I agree. All right. Best actress in a supporting role in no particular order. Catriona Belf, Belfast. Redemption. Oh, also, there's another tie. Ooh, six. So we have six. Last tie. Ariana DeBose, West Side Story. Kristen Dunst, Power of the Dog. Catherine Hunter, The Tragedy of Macbeth. Oh, wow. Anjanu Ellis, King Richard. And I'm going to butcher her name and I apologize. Olga Meredes for In the Heights. Olga Meredes. The old lady. It's the old lady in it. Malcolm, what you you're a big fan. Um, yeah, but I don't I'm not don't know how to pronounce it. Um, oh, no. Meredith. <laughs> um Meredith. I think it's Olga. Meredith. I think it's I think it's yeah, Meredith. Meredith. Olga Meredith. Yes, thank you. Olga Meredith. Um uh, sadly, uh, uh, the mass ladies did not make it. I, they split themselves too much. I understand mm -hmm. respect, respect. Um, same thing happened with the men from mass. It's just too much splitting. So that's why I'm glad it made into cast ensemble. But number six was, um, um, number six was Ruth Nega for passing. So close. Yeah, that's too so. bad. Although that's a good choice. I'm liking the fact that we're bringing, people are remembering in the Heights. I do like that. And, 
Captain Hunter in. Oh, so happy. Great. I mean, it just shows you the intelligence of the Gone with the Wind voters. Hey, Catherine Hunter making it in is an excellent choice. Bravo yeah. to everyone who voted her for her. Yeah. Me included. Um, uh, although sad that the mass ladies who I voted for didn't make it. And do you have a right. stat of how many people voted on these awards? Uh, yes. At the end? I will get that. I will get that later because I have not for our, probably for our next episode because I have not tabulated everything just yet. All oh, right. Okay. I, I literally just finished tabulating the actual votes. So. Uh, for these things and trying to figure out what has the highest. So I'll get that in a little bit. All right. Actor in a leading role. We have Garfield. Andrew Garfield, Tick, Tick, Boom. Benedict Cumberbatch, The Power of the Dog. Nicholas Cage, Pig. Denzel Washington, Macbeth. And... Will Smith, King Richard. Oh, you gonna? Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, all right. I was that you had me at. The, I'm like, all right, good. I mean, no, he was relatively safe. I will say that's all I'm gonna say. He was relatively safe right there at the beginning. Um, one of the ones that actually was close, but obviously didn't make it. Um, um, at the very end, was um surprisingly, uh, Anthony Ramos in In the Heights. So. Get on I, I mean, I think he's great. I mean, he, the, the kid's got a, a career ahead of him. I mean, he, he really does. is a great young actor. And he's just, just going to get – it's just going to be that one performance that's going to really jump off and people are just going to be like, wow, this guy's great. He's been doing work for a little while now. And yes. you can see he's got the talent. It's just he needs to just get that one role that really just jumps out at people, you know? Agreed. Thoughts, Malcolm? Um, Yeah, I mean, once again – um, I know the love for Pig in this community, so I knew that there was a no chip way Nicholas Cage was going to get nominated. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> he did well. <laughs> All right. Actress in a leading role at number 21. <clears throat> we have, and I'm so happy to report, uh, Renette Rensvi, I believe is pr pronounced it, for the worst person Renette in the Renzi. world. Exactly. Love it. In a start, in a startling this best actress is chaos again for us, just like it is in real life. Uh, Kristen Stewart and Spencer. All right. Jodie Comer, The Last Duel. Yeah. Alana Heim, Licorice Pizza. Yeah. All right. And, and Amelia Jones and Coda. Wow, that's fantastic. That's None. Fantastic. Only one of the Oscar five, and that's Kristen Stewart. That's fantastic. I have no issues with this at all. Wow. Is Thank you. Jodie Comer really the lead in the last show, though? I, yes. I would have thought it yeah, more she is. She's the lead. Everybody else is she supporting is... in that film. Well, I, would, I will say, I think, that, I think you have three She's leads. She's the lead, and Matt Damon's the male lead. The other two, Adam Driver and Ben Affleck, I believe, are supporting. Well, Jodie Comer surprisingly had a lot of votes in Best Actress in a Leading Role, like a lot. Yeah. Wow. Really? But I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I didn't like her in the last jewel. Um, I <gasps> thought she was, I, I thought she was better in Free Guy than the last jewel. So. No, no, no. Ooh, mm. not, don't like that hot take. Don't like that <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, I loved her. Um, in, I loved her in uh, the last jewel. But yeah, what a great God! The Gone with the Wind voters, boy, they. 
they really surprised. Came to play. Came yeah. to play. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, um, you the, the closest one, surprisingly, that almost made it um, was uh, – oh, I didn't write this one down. Uh-oh. Um, it looked like it was uh, Nicole Kidman and being the Ricardos. So almost made it in, but didn't. All right. <clears throat> Two more, guys. We have Best Director for the Gomez Win Awards. We have, he's not snubbed. He's Denis Villeneuve for Dune. All right, good job. Jane Campion, The Power of the Dog. Lynn Manuel Miranda for Tick Tick Boom. Oh wow. Kenneth Branagh, Belfast. And Julia DeCourneau for Titan. Oh come on. All right, wow. all, right. all right. No Steven Spielberg in here. No Spielberg. I mean, he I was, was number six. Those... Go ahead, what'd you say? He was six. Spielberg was six. I could sign off on four of these. I could sign off on four of these. Um, oh, I don't know. Yeah, Julia DeCornell was uh, uh, was just right, was just propelled right over the edge with some passionate fans. Um, what happened to Yamaguchi or whatever, you know? Or Didn't anybody. get as many votes as you would think, surprisingly. I, I mean, it, it, like... It put, might just be a case of not not enough people have seen Drive My Car because I, I yeah. it's only just sort of started rolling out, hasn't it? Yes, yeah. it has. This is true. All right. No Ridley Scott guys. folks. No, I mean we had some, but not enough to do anything close. All right. This is here we go, y'all. Oh boy. Best picture. In no particular order. Tick, tick, boom. All right, it gets in. Coda. It gets in again. In the Heights. It gets in. Oh, wow. King Richard. Okay. The worst person in the world. Oh, my God. Dune. Okay. The power of the dog. All right, good. Spider-Man No Way Home. All right, that makes sense you, with this crowd. You know that very populous. The Heart of a Fall. Oh wow! And the Last Duel. Wow! All right, I'm glad to see the Last Duel get in there. Wow, a lot of the Oscar uh, films did not get into this thing. No, not a lot. Surprisingly, uh, my number one of the year is currently uh, Flea. Um, so that didn't make it in. I'm very sad. Neither did none of my top five besides Dune made it in, which is kind of sad, but that's okay. <laughs> a few of mine got in. A few of my top ten got in. Yeah, what's your yours got in, Dan and Malcolm? That for that top ten. Well, I had Dune in my top ten. I had King Richard in my top ten. I had Spider-Man No Way Home in my top ten. I had um I think those are the three of my top ten that got in. Malcolm? Um, I was just getting there. Um, so, so I had in the heights, no way home, Coda, tactic boom. Oh, Coda, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think no time to die was there, wasn't it? No, it was I not. No, no. So yeah, I, I'm only for my top ten. Um... So the closest one. Huh, I only got one in, so. Just so you guys know, these are not rigged. I only got one in for my top five for picture. Just so we are clear. Uh, uh, the closest one after that was um, 
uh, a tie between Licorice Pizza and Encanto. So, well, Licorice Pizza got in. I would got. I would have had four. You would have had four there. Um, you guys, I, oh, guys, oh, go ahead, Malcolm. I, I mean, I'm surp- I'm surprised like Encanto or any animated movie didn't actually make it because like like if i was to put money on it i would have guessed that either encounter or mitchell's versus machines just because of how popular they are would have made it into the top um into this no i mean they were they were close yeah not a lot of love for the mitchell versus the machines i had it you know i thought i would have gotten more i thought i would have got more love overall than than it Mm -hmm. did I can't clarify it. I will do the tabulation later after we wrap everything up. Um, um, but I can tell you almost assuredly Dune ran away with the nominations. Dune and the Power of the Dog were the two, I think, <laughs> with the most nominations, which makes sense. Belfast really underperformed. Belfast got a lone director nomination. For Kenneth yeah. Yeah. So I'm just glad some of the films that I didn't like that were nominated a lot in the Oscars, like, uh, like The Lost Daughter, West Side Story didn't get a lot of love with our Gone with the Wind Awards. So that tells me that it's just not me that don't like these films. A lot of people don't like these films. Oh, I mean, it's it's one of those ones like, I think it's a case of maybe some people was like, well, I mean, I don't want to put three musicals in this category. So it's like, I'll pick my two. So, I mean... I know there was a lot of love for West Side Story out there, um, especially in the Take Free community. Um, yes, but so I think it's just probably more of a case of like they put, um, they maybe they thought like West Side Story is going to get a lot of number one votes, so they put so they'll put like in the heights at number one just so they can get in over some of the these. Mm-hmm. I will say that Tick Tick Boom had from behind the scenes, it did Tick Tick Boom did incredibly well. Um, it did very, very, very well in a lot of the categories that we have here for the Gone with the Win Awards. Um, it made a lot of appearances and has a lot of support. And I think out of all the musicals we have there, it had the most support. Um, in the Heights is close, though. I mean, the fact that we had three musicals make it into our, like, seven editing things is telling. Yeah. So that yeah. just shows they like musicals. Well, it was the year of the musical. 2021 was the year of the it was. musical. Whether you liked them, you didn't like them. It yes. was the year of the musical. I actually write an article about the year of the musical. Well, I mean, do that. No, but, right. but, well, it's one of those ones because even like thinking back of the people who like vote, because I know I like in the take free page, there's a lot of love for musicals out there. Um, yes. Because, um, so, like, even in people that I know that would have voted on this site, there's a lot of people that I know love their musicals. So it's like, Mm-hmm. So to see a lot of musicals pop up every now and then, I would have loved to see everybody's talking about Jamie come up somewhere. Um, I don't think a lot of people saw it. I was yeah. trying to see it, but I didn't know where to go to find it. Where is it? Is it Malcolm? It's on. It's on Amazon Prime. Oh, really? I gotta watch that then. I gotta watch that. Um, so are we are we going to have a Gone with the Wind fan favorite award uh, as well? No, <laughs> the fans voted, so they are the favorites. <laughs> this is the fan favorites. Our Gone with We're the not, Wind fans yes. voted on these, so these are the fan favorites. I know, so. I know. <laughs> We're all the fans. Um, so I'd like to thank everyone who voted. This will obviously be up here, and I'll have a more comprehensive list when I actually go through. Because again, this tabulated just right now. Um, I'll do some little like si- like little fun science stuff to figure out all the math. 
Um, but these are your nominations. Sad Mask didn't make it in. It made it into Ensemble and Screenplay, so I'm happy about that. But it didn't make it in at the end of the day. So, But you know what? I'm okay because it, it made it into some places that counted. Passing got one nomination in Screenplay, and I'm still happy about that. And if you look at the, the films overall as, as, a, as a body of films, they span the entire year. They span from Sundance of, of yep. January all the way to December which is great because that means that means films from all year long are being championed on the Gone with the Wind Award. That means our fans watched movies from every month, month to month to month to month, and they kept track of all their favorites and their and all that stuff, which is good. Instead of we're not getting whoop. June, that's the cutoff, you know, or something like that, you know. Well, oh, well, Kate Nickley, it wasn't all year long, it would have been from when the um, eligible ones were then, like for March, but well, <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Sundance is eligible, <laughs> all the Sundance films are eligible, uh, except for uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, which wasn't eligible. Go muted, meaning. It's not a it's not a gone with wind unless I do that at least one time. Oh, oh Lordy. I was gonna say, you know what? Hey, I appreciate for everyone who voted. We're gonna wrap up here, and that'll be us. That'll be it for it today. Until next week, we have a special guest and we have SAG predictions because next week is SAG, and that's gonna be fun. So, Dan, where can they find you? You can always find me at Dan Skip Allen on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Also, letterboxed. From the fourth row on Letterbox. That is also my blog from the fourth row where I write all kinds of stuff. I might actually write a, an article about musicals from 2021. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, also, my my main place where you can find me is disappointmentmedia.com where I write all kinds of things. TV shows, movies, retrospectives, anniversaries, tributes, you name it. Uh, we're doing the Criterion um, uh, Voyages, which is a weekly column. So I do all kinds of stuff on disappointmentmedia.com and we got a big movie coming up on Thursday. So I'll be talking about it next Sunday when we do Gone with the Wind. Uh, I can't wait to discuss. I got to be careful because this embargo lifts on Monday. So I can't really right. get into too many spoilers. Well, we'll talk about that later. So Malcolm, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me hosting Rancom on Take 3 every said day. Um, I haven't checked, but it's looking like next week's episode is going to be top 12 Bruce Willis movies. Um, because, um, will be very interesting. Um, yes. Considering half of his career for the long, late last five years is all director of video stuff. But that being said, um, you can also find me hosting trivia on Full Metal Trivia. Um, I don't know what the next random one is, but um, it's it will be either Will Capitals or something, uh, but yeah. And you can find me at Cine underscore man on Twitter. That's C-I-N-E underscore M-A-N-N, as well as right here hosting Gone with the Wind um, Awards. No, we just announced the awards. The Gone with the Wind podcast on Apple on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find your podcast. Go do it. Thanks to Anchor. Um, and of when course, right here at Anchor Productions. When are the Pardon? awards going to be up for people to vote? Oh, the awards will be up hopefully uh, the next few days. I will hopefully by Tuesday night where we have a special episode that will be dropping with Dan and Sean from Disappointment Media. So look forward to that as they discuss international films on Tuesday night. And around that time, the link will also drop for when you guys can start voting. Uh, again, 
I'm excited for the for thank you all for voting. I'm excited for what our award's going to be. We we are almost done with Oscars, guys. We're about a month and change out from when the Oscars are going to go, and so we're going to go jump right in, moving in all the way. This freight train is leaving the station. Uh, thank you guys all for uh, listening, watching wherever you're consuming the media, and I thank you again for listening to this edition of Gone with the Wind. Someone, please cue the music. He's looking at you, kids. I wish I knew how to quit you. Oh, mm, and there's beams so we can't There's no place like home. I'm gonna make them an offer down with you.